0: She wasn't even going to think about having an affair. She simply wasn't. It was something she totally disapproved of. It wasn't only immoral and selfish, it was deeply dangerous. She was married very happily to someone she not only loved but admired, and there was no way she was going to break her vows and risk breaking Nigel's heart and put her marriage and her very happy life at risk. So that was that absolutely that and if he phoned which he almost certainly wouldn't he'd been drunk and probably hadn't meant a word of what he had said but if he did she would simply say that say no i'm sorry it was lovely meeting you but i'm happily married and well i'm happily married that would be enough surely she wouldn't have to go on He'd know what she meant, and he'd probably come out with some jokey reply, and that would be that. And if she had to spell it out, well, she would. That would be the end of it. A fun encounter. That's all it had been. She might have been a bit silly. She had been a bit silly. But that was all. Blame the champagne. And luckily, Nigel hadn't noticed anything. He came into the bedroom now, from their bathroom, offering his wrists to her so she could put in his cufflinks. As she did so, her fingers unusually fumbly, blame the champagne for that as well, she seemed to have a bit of a hangover. She suddenly found herself looking at him as if she had never seen him before. Was he really, as he had said so rudely, so rudely, a bit of a caricature? She supposed, honestly, he was. Tall, blond, well, blondish, going just slightly grey now. Very slim, pretty good-looking, really. Perfectly dressed in his Turnbull and Asser shirt, his pinstripe suit, his lob's shoes. He had been wearing lobs shoes, he told her. Only push thing about me, I'll get a real frill going in there. Them getting the old last out. Lucinda, do concentrate, darling. I can't stand here all day. Sorry. There you are. Thanks. You having breakfast this morning? Oh, no. The thought made her feel sick. Hope you're not overdoing the dieting. Nigel, of course I'm not. And i have thought you only had to look at me to see that. Well, you look pretty good to me. Anyway, I'm hungry. "'Not enough to eat at that thing, was there?' "'No, not really. "'Gosh, it's late, I didn't realize. "'She mustn't be late for work today, of all days. "'She worked for Peter Harrison, the publishers, "'as secretary to Graham Parker, one of the editors, "'and he had an important meeting that morning with some Americans "'who were coming over on what Graham wittily called "'an acquisition mission.' "'Being Americans, they had suggested an eight o'clock meeting.' Graham had managed to persuade them forwards an hour to nine, but she'd have to be there well before then, coffee brewed, biscuits and the best cups on a tray, and herself ready to greet them. It would be fun. One of the things Lucinda loved most about her job was the social aspect. There was always something going on. Book launches, marketing meetings, sales conferences, press jaunts, and the famous Frankfurt Book Fair... Where the entire publishing world packed itself under one enormous roof. She'd been working for Graham for a year now. She was hoping to be an editor herself one day, but there were so many people with that particular ambition, and, to be absolutely honest, hers was slightly half hearted. She didn't intend to go on working after she'd had a baby. That was something else she disapproved of working mothers. She intended to be like her own mother, always there. "'putting her children first. "'Of course, the baby was hardly a reality. bit far from it, actually. "'But come on, Lucinda, don't start thinking about that now. "'You've got to get to work.' "'She was ready twenty minutes later. "'She caught sight of herself in the hall mirror "'and tried to see herself through his eyes.'